jumbo formation. Fake it. Fields. Throws. Caught. Touchdown. Horstead on the receiving end for Chicago. That was the first ever Justin Fields touchdown pass. Bears 20, Raiders 9, over 500, winning on the road after getting outscored 60-20. to 20. Bear down, Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. I don't want to be jinxing anything here. There is 45 seconds to go. But I think we're okay. I think we're in great shape. And you know what? This was this was Chicago Bear football. And you can't be more proud of the way this team went out there, rallied around the young quarterback, were able to do what, what they needed to do to get some early points of Raiders. Helped us a lot with a bunch of idiotic penalties early. We had some in the second half that helped them to get back in it. But at the end of the day, OB, I got to tell you, this was violent. This was a, this was a hard knock in football. I hadn't seen this much violence in Vegas since the mob was ran out. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Danny? What, what I what I saw out there today, and I said last week, you know, when you got here, we've got the next four games are are going to be you know tough games, okay. And and we went out to Las Vegas, and I said, "Meet the challenge, meet the challenge. To be the best, you got to beat the best." Okay, just meet the challenge. And what they did, and I love the first half. We had fourteen first downs, folks. Fourteen passing by five, rushing first downs. We had six and three at first by penalty. So for a total of fourteen first downs. Third down efficiency, even though we had the three penalties that got us, it was five of seven, which we needed to improve on. We had 37 plays, total yards 164. We had five drives. And I'll tell you what, if, if, we, could, if we could do that, if we could do that and, and improve just a little bit, a little bit more, again, work in that passing game a little more, get fields outside a little bit more, and if our defense, boy, did they come to play today, didn't they, folks? I'll tell you what. They came off the ball on the line. Our linebackers were as active as they've ever been. And I'll tell you, our defensive backs, they were they were like putty. They were all over the place, all over their receivers. Derek Carr couldn't do a damn thing with that football. He couldn't pass short. He couldn't pass intermediate. And he could never get the ball downfield. So defense, great, great job. And I'm glad Fields made it through, although he did take a pounding, Dan. I mean, he got hit just way, way too many times. But then again, that's football. Those You're going to have those games, and they're going to happen. But I think it was a great learning curve, what we did right now. Number one, we met the challenge. Defense, we stifled a team that is, has a great passing attack, and we came away with a victory on away from home. We've got Green Bay. Here next Sunday, a noon kickoff. What a way to have this happen. Come on in, Green Bay. I think the Bears are hungry. And again, I'll say it again. I've always believed when no matter how bad you are or, or whatever the circumstances are, when you play somebody following, meet the challenge. That's how you win championships. That's how you become a world champ. Meet it and take it head on. 
And you know what they did? That's exactly what the hell they did today. They took the challenge on and took it right to the Raiders, and we come away with a victory. Kudos to the Bears. 20-9, to nine, it's official, a final, and we are a long way away from the performance two weeks ago in Cleveland when they passed for one total yard, and the Paris passing game was generally non-existent today either. But well, the big difference today was our defense. Yeah. That was our defense. They gave our offense a chance, even with the Raiders, with the stupid penalties they did, but they gave our offense a chance to nip and tuck away, move the ball down the field and score a couple of touchdowns and come home with a victory. So how did this really happen? It was the play of our defense absolutely stifling the Raiders at every move, everything they tried to do, we stopped them. You know, and you can say, well, we met the challenge head on, but a couple of things. Number one, the offensive line had their best day of the year. They actually controlled the line of scrimmage. And Raiders, they had a pretty good pass rushing group out there. They caused some problems. Yeah, the quarterback got hit some, OB, but you know what? It wasn't him taking a beating in the pocket. He was trying to make a few plays, and he got whacked. But, to his credit, he showed great toughness. And you gotta love the kid. But, Somehow, some way, we knew we we needed to be able to materialize a running game. Without David Montgomery, it was going to be critical to be able to stabilize the offense with the running game. And yeah, uh, Williams was 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 an A. But I got to tell you, coming out of nowhere was this rookie Khalil Herbert. I, I I'm telling you, the kid was was money. And what we needed was for them not only to to pound away, but just wear down the Raider defense. And you know what? A lot of good things happen when you win at the line of scrimmage wearing people down. Danny, what what we did, we basically sometimes in some of those off-tackle plays, okay, and and switch plays, we we had six offensive linemen in the game as opposed to when we started out last week when we came out and we started out with the twin tight end situation well, we came out a little bit, mostly, I, I don't know, I could say, was it a majority of times? No, but a lot of times we went with six offensive linemen, and they pounded, and they blocked, and we got, and the backs ran like held today. They fought for every yard, just like Montgomery, and it was a great victory today. It was. It truly was. It was Damn it, the defense great stopped them, stymied them across the board, and offensively, we held on to the ball. We kept pounding at them. We didn't deviate. We didn't make any stupid calls, and I'll tell you what. There was to me, that's a great victory for the Bears to play on the road, on the road, and come back with a victory. And and again, now we got Green Bay in a few days, but I'll tell you what. Let's enjoy this one again. Kudos to the offensive line, what you just mentioned, Danny. But I like the idea of bringing in six offensive linemen, two tight ends to block to give the basic five-man offensive set our linemen to give them help. Now, if you were to to have a, a you know a betting pool before the game that Justin Fields would have his very first touchdown pass caught by a receiver, you would have put a lot of money on maybe Mooney or Allen Robinson or even you know Jimmy Graham. Who would have ever thunk that it would be? Horstad that catches it. Dar- Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson, Cole Komet, Damian Williams, Marquise Goodwin, all that catches today, along with 
Jesper Horstedt, one reception, four two yards. A very casual, I think, as you put it, as we were watching the game, have reception yeah. by Horstedt. Just just grabbed it and then just started barking at everyone. Yes, yeah, snatched it out of the air. And and again, so many good things happen in this ball game that you can build on. But you know, let's let's go back. You mentioned this just off the very top of the program. How far has this football team came in two weeks? Remember two weeks ago, I mean, the whole city was in uproar. I mean, we were carrying torches, you know, saying, we've got to get rid of these idiots, uh, you know, coaching on offense. And what happened? Matt Nagy was forced. Don't make no mistake. It wasn't his option. He was forced into not only installing Bill Lazor as now the play caller, and this week – he was forced into making Justin Fields the starter. So all those things, they've come together in a perfect confluence that put us in a position where we went out there and we kicked some butt and we get a win, and now we're 3-2, and two, and guess what? As you said, OB, bring the big cheese boys in here. We can't wait for noon next Sunday. Well, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> to be the best, you got to beat the best. And we beat a team that's one. I think they're either one, two, or three the most yards in the National Football League going into the fifth game. Number two. In the, in, number two in the entire National Football League, folks. That's how good their offense was. Their, excuse me, the Raiders' passing offense was. Right. And we shut them down. We shut them down for four quarters. And I'll tell you what, we didn't really have the fumbles. We didn't have the stupid play calling. It was a basic hard-nosed football. That's what you saw today. Yeah. That's what you saw yeah. today was just three yards in a cloud of dust, and you outslugged them. And you outslugged a pretty damn good football team. So, again, I tell you what, I'm so damn happy that these guys won because I thought they were going to go out there. And for them to win, I said they have to play a perfect game. They have to get every call. They have to get every bounce of the ball and every tip of the ball. Well, I'll tell you what. They didn't get all of them. They got a few calls, but I'll tell you what. They went out there, they met the challenge, and they took care of business. And let's take care of Green Bay come this Sunday at noon. I think the Raiders are going to have to change their logo on the side of the helmet. They're going to need two eye patches on that guy now. <laughs> Huge day for Rokon. we got a ton to talk about here. We'll with you till 8 o'clock tonight. Kaz will be on board at 7. Your phone calls are welcome. 312-981-7200. Bears beat the Raiders 20-9. Chevy dealers. Dan Hampton's defensive player of the game. 142 to go in his first half. Second down and six. Car. Pocket collapses. Slam down. Khalil Mack. The revenge game for Mack. It was a big day for Khalil Mack. Big day for the Bears. 20-9. to They beat the Raiders. They're 3-2. and Time now for Dan Hampton's defensive player of the game. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com. 52 showed up today. Yes, he did. And you know what? I, 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 I'm going to give it to Khalil Mack for a lot of reasons. We all know that's where he came from. We all know he wanted to elevate and, and play his best game of the year, and he did. And he, you know what? The sack on the two-point conversion was a difference maker. It changed everything. Obviously, they would only need a field goal. So, you know, it's getting that that sack, stopping that play cold was was a huge part of the game. But i got to tell you something. You know, you could almost say Roquan Smith should be given the defensive MVP 
every week because he almost always leads the team in tackles. But that, but that's by design. That's what the hell he's paid to do. I that, know Dad. it. You're playing a linebacker. He should. I got it. But I'm telling you today, go back and watch the film. This was Roquan Smith's best game as a Chicago Bear. And I've got to tell you, he looked like Wilbur Marshall in there. I mean, he was whacking folks everywhere at the line of scrimmage, making plays downfield, making plays in the space. He was covering people. He was, I got to tell you, it was his best game of the season. And remember, Tayshawn Gibson came back. He made a bunch of big plays. Travis Gibson, the second year player, number 99, he, he had a huge sack, but DeAndre Houston Carson out of nowhere, makes an incredible interception that, again, stymied another deep you know, uh, penetration by the Raiders early in the third quarter. So there were a lot of uh, cigars to pass out, if you would, uh, Mr. Obradovich. But, well, hey, Khalil Mack, today was your day. Wear the crown. Well, I'll tell you, defensively, yeah. I'll tell you what, they, they, they came for four quarters. They never let up. Not on a first, second, or third down. They they kept coming and fighting. And I'll tell you what I love defensively. Our defensive backs, they came up. We played tight. We played tight. We shaded the inside away on the wide outs. And that's how you're supposed to play those positions instead of dropping back 12 yards and hoping and praying that you get some help from somebody underneath. That's not how you play this game. But anyway, I get the one thing that bothers me, Danny, is it, you know after five games is our passing game. Uh, again, I've said it a million times, this is a passing league. And we passed for 109 yards today. And going into the season here, I don't know how many games we're going to win, and, and, and I don't know how many times our defense is going to come up with a stellar performance to let you hang in there uh, for four quarters and let's pull out a victory like that. Because and for a total yards of 252, We've got to get much better than that, folks. But in the meantime, we've won. Hopefully they're building a little confidence. But we have to move that ball down the field in a passing game if we're going to win a Super Bowl or be a world champion. And again, I've said it a million times. It, it, what the hell are you playing this game for? To come to go 8-8, eight and eight, you know what I mean? 9-7 nine, nine and seven or 9-8? and eight. That's not why you play this game. Every play... Every quarter, every game counts. So let's hope Green Bay coming in here. Let's see what they can do. Let's see if they can move the ball down the field passing against Green Bay. And let's see if we can shut Aaron Rodgers down. Let's see if we could do what we did today. Let's do it against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Shut them out. That, that would be wonderful. Hey, and that'll validate this defense. Sean Desai has gotten better every week. The first week, a lot of holes in the defense. They've tightened up every week. But the offense, to crawl out of the wreckage of what we did in Cleveland, it was it, it was monumentally bad. Danny was Just, a change. It was, it, 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 was a, it, was a, it was a crater. Now, to be able to not only crawl out of that wreckage and put a couple of wins on the board and – my dear friend Jim Kizios made a comment to me on the uh, text. He said, hey, every time we as an offense would go with the two tights are the offensive lineman Alec Bars coming into the game as the third tight end, and we went under center in conventional offense to run the ball, 
there was great results. And we, we, we can't forget about that. We've got to not only continue to do that, but continue on because that's where the play action will really start to pay dividends. Absolutely, Dan. The last two games, going with the twin tight ends, going with the extra offensive linemen, and, and that's two weeks ago. And this, excuse me, and today, to see that again, they didn't abandon it. They know our offensive line needs help. And I tell you what, the different formations they're coming up with the tight ends coupled with that extra offensive lineman out there, it's working. We're running the football. I thought when we lost Montgomery, oh, hell, here we go. The running game is going to be kaput. It's going to be no more. But I'll tell you what, they stayed with the philosophy from a week ago with the tight ends coming in the block with the extra offensive lineman. And guess what? It worked again today. So let's not abandon that, folks. Because if you can run that football, that'll open up our play action and that'll open up our passing game. Huge day for Khalil Herbert, the rookie, the sixth-round pick out of Virginia Tech. 18 carries for 75 yards. 6.30, checking news. Let's uh, take some calls on the way back here. 312-981-72. Mark, he's not going anywhere if they didn't open those holes I, of, with what Dan and I just talked about. Of course not. Of course not. 312-981-7200. It is Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. It's 6.30, WGN. Car off his back foot, floats it up. Houston Carson. The Raiders turn it over. Hampton OB, sponsored by local Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Hamp, you said on that DeAndre Houston Carson play that uh, I can't remember the last time we intercepted a pass that perfectly, if you will. It was a beautiful thing. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, as you near the collision point, it's inevitable. Somebody closes their eyes and bab, you know, bobbles the ball and drops it. But I mean, that was I mean, that was a thing of beauty. Prettiest one we've had in a long time. First in the receivers' hands, then in his hands. Tremendous conversa- uh, concentration. And Obi, you wanted to make a point on Bill Lazor. One little beef you had with Bill today. Right. Well, it was late in the fourth quarter, and uh, we break the huddle. We come out. It was almost. We go in a shotgun. But it was almost like the old single wing to the strong side. We had both ba- we had the backs, everybody loaded up, and a direct snap to Fields, and of all yeah to Fields. And guess what? And he tries an in sweep, an in sweep. That's the quarterback of now and the future. We've been running all day with the two backs. They've been breaking tackles, gaining yardage, and for Laser to call that play. On a kid who basically, again, took another beating. He took another beating today, and you folks know what I'm talking about. You've seen it out there. And for him to call that play, to have Fields sweep around the left end from a shotgun or basically a single wing to the strong side, thank God that kid got up and off the field. We're going to make that our Rosen Auto Group Red Zone Report. It, uh, the Red Zone Report is sponsored by Rosen Red Zone. It's it sponsored. was a senseless call. Yeah, it was. And Scott, Scott Not Lee- as bad as Nagy challenging the, the, uh, oh the first God. down. Oh. Uh, what a, that, what a don't, don't get me started on Nagy. All right, let's please, get to the phones. Scott Levy's Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin and Kenosha did not like that play call and or Nagy challenging on a 
spot on fourth down. That I was get, Scott Levy would like. I can tell you that. that right now. And he called timeout after we scored a touchdown. It was just, those are the moments where you really love being on social media because literally everybody was true. Like, like, dude, come on, man! Like, you have zero point zero chance of of being of that call being overturned. It was just. It, it's kind of amazing. It was 100, 100 to 1 <laughs> that it would be overturned. Yeah. Just stupid. All right. I got an idea about why he did it, but I'm not going to say it. I'll say it for you. You think that you want the, the, the cameras, OB. You want, he wanted some attention over there. I'll say it for you. On his visor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right, let's get to the phone. 312-981-7200. Hey, Adam in Deerfield, you're the first up today on Hamp and OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, guys, great uh, Bears football victory, Bears-style football. I thought the uh, defense looked great. I thought the O-line held up pretty good. OB, I hear you on the offense. Needs to get better, but I thought the running backs were great. We didn't really even miss Montgomery that much. Um, but I thought, and I thought Justin Fields looks incredibly tough. He's a tough kid. He got some good pops, and he stayed in there. But the one thing is I was really impressed on the offense. It was kind of a nothing play. It was, it was in the fourth quarter is a short pass to Robinson, and it wasn't much of a play, but the guy was draped all over him. I mean, he was completely covered, but Justin threw it anyway, put it perfectly where it had to be, and he caught it. I think it was like a five- or six-yard game. But to me, that's, that's what you have to do in the NFL. He was not open, but they still made the completion. Good call, Adam. Appreciate it. And those are the plays that I don't want to say you expect, but we all – secretly dream of we see Aaron Rodgers make those on a week-to-week basis we see uh you know Kyler Murray make those we finally have a player that's capable of that it's 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 a it's a new dimension to what we're going to be able to see hopefully in the future and props forever and always to Allen Robinson who's been doing this every single year he's never played in an elite offense and he continues to make incredibly tough catches his hands are in non-stop impressive and he's tough out there too i know we have a hell of a receiving core we really do and hopefully one of these days it'll break out and we'll go from there it was not good to see mooney laying that down on the sidelines hopefully he'll be okay because uh we got through david montgomery today and have to do that for a couple more weeks but losing more guys obviously that's not what you want to be seeing Uh, hopefully justin fields comes out of this okay tony in addison welcome to wgn go ahead yeah uh hear me on let me finish because i got uh I got uh, some thoughts about the Bears quarterbacks, and uh, what, what uh, my observations are when Trubisky even beats the Lions. Not to mention recent qu- quarterbacks of the Bears. Well, well. so Justin T- Fields, so Justin Tyne Fields beat the Lions. So, so, so what? I mean, what's, what's the big deal? But I don't really want to talk about today's game, but more of a decision for the coaches. Oh, just only for two games to annoy him, the Bears starting quarterback for the rest of the season. Now that's a mistake. I, I don't think he's ready yet. I'm, I'm not impressed by his play yet, but guess what? Dalton, I think one of these days will replace him because Fields was going to get sacked a lot. He's going to get some interceptions. But that's something we'll see. I'll see about, we'll see about that, but we'll see what Mr. Fields made out of the next few games against some good quality NFL teams for the next few games if he does has it at all in him. Uh, I just don't like the decision. He holds on to the ball too long. I mean, it's not, it's, this is college. I mean, this isn't college anymore. It's the NFL. Maybe the coaches see something in, Feels that he did, they didn't see Trubisky. I know I'm in the minority, but that's what that's what that is, and that's what I feel, and that's it. I mean, he'll be ready okay. later, but it's too early. I think that's all I have to say. About Tony, that. Tony, I, I think what you're talking about is uh, our passing game. I think that's mainly what you're talking about. You know, we threw for 109 yards a week ago. We threw for a net one yard. 
and I think that's what you're you're referring to. But but there are some other other things that have happened. Uh, the kid stayed in the game last week and made it work. He stayed in the game. He got popped so many times today. I mean, I couldn't. Believe, I mean, he really got whacked pretty good. But the kid stayed in there. But the one thing that that they have to take a look at, and I think Tony, this is what you're referring to, is our passing game. You know, we're we're not we're not burning up the yards. We're not burning up the quarters. You know, we're not we're not sco- moving down the field, and we're not scoring a ton of points. And somewhere along the line, that's going to jump up and bite us. But we have nowhere to go. I think Fields is the real deal. And in time, I think you'll see him. Hopefully, they'll spread that field. They'll go downfield. And I think this kid, hopefully, is the answer for us finally as a quarterback in the National Football League. Tony, I appreciate contrarians in life, but you're on a boat of one on that one. I mean, come on. It's it's time to see Justin Fields. We don't need to be going back to Andy Dalton. 312-981-7200. Pat in Lincoln Park, welcome to Hamp and OB on WGN. Go ahead. Hey, guys, how you doing, OB and Hamp? Uh, All right, Pat. Uh, you know, good to hear you guys. Uh, my question for you is, you know, Bears always had a great defense. You know, we know that. When you go back to the 80s, they had those two safeties that were intimidators. I think the one guy was Gary Fensick. Another guy was Doug, Doug Plank, and you had Dave Dorson. I don't see that out of the Bears now, and that can really set up interceptions. And they can play a lot of coverage on the outside. And I was wondering what we need to do to make that happen. Do they need to run some type of hybrid 46? Because Mack and Rokon Smith are really playing well, but everybody's got to you know play well together. Like all the gears have got to mesh. I got you, so, Pat. All right, here, here's something. You know, my my dear friend to the left of me says on a weekly basis they've changed the rules to be able to throw the ball down the field. We see how they protect the quarterbacks. We see how they've liberalized the pass blocking. But the kind of like something people don't really talk about is what Gary and Doug was able to do almost in an enforcer type of manner where they put the fear of God in everybody. Nobody caught a ball. Nobody even ran a pattern across the middle of the field because they knew they was going to get their teeth knocked out. But you can't do that now. The game has changed. And if you if you do see a, a safety take a, a shot at a receiver, they'll throw you know you get fined 50 grand get thrown out of the game next thing you know you know you're out and so called for targeting yeah and 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 this and that is kind of the kind of the hidden hand of the rule changes and i understand what you're saying you know you get those safeties that are headhunters and they go out and they, they and then it emboldens the corners where now they can get up and really press and they're not scared because they know the safeties have got the inside slants and all that taken but it's not, it's a new day and it's it's not coming back the one thing that i will tell you is 2 years ago eddie jackson made a lot of plays on ball stone to the middle of the field the last couple of years, it's almost like he's in a self-protection mode, and you don't see him. He's not the factor. You know, Gibson made a couple of real nice plays today. It was great to have him back. Uh, Dion Bush, who we uh, who we had uh, fill in for him the last couple of weeks, not near the player that Gibson is. So, yeah, hey, the better Gibson plays, the more 
Eddie Jackson will say, hey, hey, maybe I got to hit somebody once again. And the biggest safety play today we actually saw from Roquan Smith, and he got penalized for it in the end zone. That was a hard shot across the middle. There you go. And and everyone's sitting there. Give him a first down on the six-inch line. Right, what do you and do wrong? You're, you're dead. Right, what do you do wrong? Well, it's the, the rules and of And that play. was all a bam-bam thing. It wasn't premeditated. It wasn't like he's taking a shot. I mean, it was reaction. The ball's thrown. He turns, whacks the receiver. There's the flag. Well, Can't do t- it no more. Today we won. I would give it a percentage-wise. I would give defense the victory 70%, 30% offense. Sure. But I'll tell you what's great about this, folks, is that the defense is giving our offense in this change, this theory of, okay, we're n- Nagy's out. Okay, we're going to be a little more effective. We're going to go downfield a little more. We're going to run the ball a little more. We're going to do bootlegs. We're going to do all this stuff. And, and, if, and I think... Our defense has given our offense some time to build on this and work on this. And so when we come up, to, I mean, Green Bay comes here next week, all right, I would love to say, hey, you know something? We took the pack down 50% defense and 50% offense. Why? Because they converted on third down, they threw the ball down the damn field, and they scored some points against our arch-rival, the dreaded Green Bay Packers. Boy, would I love to see that. Yeah, we got to get better on third down. Second half, we're one of six. There's Five no of question seven. about that. Yeah, we got to. But here, here's one thing. But the defense is, my point, right. Dan, the defense has given us the opportunity to do something. Absolutely. But here's the thing. Early in the in the first quarter, we score. They the Raiders drive down. It was fourth, and 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 they went for it, and we made a great defensive stand. And then we get the ball and and you know push it back down the field. Then we stopped them again in the third quarter on fourth and one. I mean the defense. You gotta tip the cap. This was their victory today. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred's the phone number. It's Hamp and OB. Cause is coming up after seven. We are sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. If you're just getting in your car or flipping us on wherever, Bears twenty, the Raiders nine. The Bears are three and two coming home to play Green Bay Sunday at noon. OB's already ready for the ball game. And so is he's back. Longtime sponsor, nationwide agent, Jeff. Vukovic for all your auto home business needs contact Vuk at jeffvuk.com that's j-e-f-f-v-u-k.com and remember nationwide is on your side to beat the Packers next week you'll be singing nationwide's on your side right Obi? absolutely that's there you go all right bunch of calls coming on back here Bears win it's uh, Hampton Obi sponsored by your local Chevy dealers chevydrivechicago.com on 720 WG yes Obi. Mark we have a lot of great sponsors on we do we We really do we do quality people we do 720 WGN car from the gun Bears 20, Raiders 9. Toughest part of the schedule. Hey, where did they come up with that music? What is this, Inner Sanctum? They, this is... Put down, Sammy. Whoa, whoa. Let me tell you something. You were out of the uh, the conference room today, OB, and your phone went off, and, and me and Hamp basically got up and did the, what, what do we do, the, the mamba, the samba, the something. It was, uh, what do you got on your phone over there? You got some some ditty that, and OB, for the record, everybody, OB loves to dance, don't you, OB? Yes, I do. And by the way, the quality of my ringtone is 
impeccable. Yeah. Well, hey, we we were sitting there watching. Bears. We were watching Bears football. We just, you know, we felt like getting up. Fans' and favorite. Yeah. yeah. Putting it, on the Ritz. Yeah. It was. It's like this is the life of. Let's LB. get to the votes. All right. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Maybe we. Hey, if they beat the Packers, we'll have a dance party. What's up, Maurice? Welcome to WGN. Hello, gentlemen. Look, it was a great win, but I have the following points. They need better protection for Justin Fields. He was almost killed in the first quarter. I was looking at them trying to rip his legs off. Okay? Now, Andy Dalton, he did a great job in the fill-in. Now, I also stated that they have the tight ends, and they use them. The usage of the clock. That was idiotic, but Matt Nagy, for some strange reason, doesn't know how to do that. The penalties, the Bears committed less than the Raiders. It was the Khalil Mack show. <laughs> Roquan Smith set that up, though, with his place. Maurice, do you have bullet points the over there? Did you write this out? I feel like you're going through your bullet points. I am. <laughs> okay. I am. That's the level of fan we, we appreciate. Planning, the game planning was Lazor. And the weapons, the running backs. Come on. Maurice, do you have a podcast? Mm-hmm. We'll listen. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, he, he, he all of his points, dead on. Here's the one thing. Yeah. You know, we had 37 rushing attempts today. And even though... It wasn't like we were breaking eight and twelve yarders time after time. We never abandoned it, and and that has got to be a constant. And and as far as the protection of the quarterback, there's no question. Two weeks ago, it was it was a slaughter. It was it was a it was a crime scene. Last week, it improved. Today. A lot better defensive line coming after him. They still held up pretty well. All of the real bad shots and injury was when Phils was trying to make things happen. Remember, he was going around the outside, and that's when he got his leg kind of popped and did you know some kind of crazy flex of it. We all thought, oh, my gosh. And then when he tried to go up the middle uh, and evade the rush, uh, a safety caught him in the, in the ribs. And then, you know, the other times, it's just him trying to make a play, extend the play. And that's something so many – Young quarterbacks, they go, you know, chicken legs on you, and and after one thousand, two thousand, then they take it and they just take off running like Trubisky used to do it. Fields isn't like that. He's trying to buy time, trying to extend the play, waiting for receivers to open up, and the more those receivers can shake loose, the more success we'll have. But you're right, I'm all for more protection, play after play. Matt Nagy, after the game on Justin Fields, that son of a buck is tough, and I think we've been obviously we've been saying that on the show too. He is he is showing Justin Fields that a he can take a hit, b he's not going to 
be outspoken in the locker room at this point in time. But he also had a quote that we played on the pregame show today. By the way, we're on for an hour pregame every week and then the two-hour postgame show, saying that, you know, as a quarterback, you know, when you speak up, you can't be worried about hurting guys' feelings. And for somebody this young in his career, I thought that was a great sign for, you know, he's going to develop as a leader over time. He's not trying to overstep his boundaries, but also I think he's got a vision for what it looks like. Hey, all things being said. Yeah. All things being said. Uh Uh-oh. All right, I'm going to tell you what. Rushing, we rushed for 143 yards. That's what's kept us in the game the last two weeks is our running game with Montgomery and the kids today that stepped up and they did a wonderful thing. And the change of our philosophy. We know the five guys can't get it done in a running game. So we bring in two tight ends. We bring in an extra offensive lineman. That's what's happened. And what's going to kill us and what the reality is, folks, is the passing game. You're not going to throw for a net one yard Week after week, or throw for 109 yards, and you're going to win a Super Bowl. It's just not going to happen. We're going to get clocked here pretty soon. Running the game is what we should build off of. And how we do that, we'll have to wait and see how Lazor does it. Because I'll tell you, the one guy I don't want to see in there calling one more play for the Chicago Bears is that guy, Nagy. My God almighty, would that guy please just shut his mouth and stand on the sidelines and get the hell out of the way? We had to wait 56 minutes for OB to get to it today, but uh, we got there. Thank you. We, we It had to happen at some point. Hey, uh, thanks to the... Well, I'm talking about it's the passing game I, that's got to go. I know, I know. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, hey, listen, it's got to get better if they want to go where they want to go. There's no doubt about it. They've and the got... game within the game this week will be... When Green Bay tries to offset the six offensive lineman sets and what they try to counter and how they crowd the line of scrimmage. It'll Absolutely. Very good point, Danny. They will continue to do so if they give an opportunity. Hand it off. Williams. Spin move to the end zone. Touchdown, Chicago. Oh, yeah. That, you like this tune, OB? Oh, yeah. Which way you do it? A, a little little village people, YMCA. I thought we were going to get like, you know, big band era type of stuff, but that's okay. We're, we're, we're cooking here. It's all about rock and roll, brother. There, Hamp and OB with Cods, now sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. We were talking during the break, and, and Cods, welcome in, brother. Good, good to hear you. I think you'll enjoy this. OB's just talking during the break as the Bears, by the way, beat the Raiders 20 to 9. People are in a good mood here, including OB, who's talking about, yeah, you know, I played 18 holes yesterday, and then he's on the phone talking to, uh, Whoever, I'm, yeah, yeah, no, we'll we'll meet over at the bar after the show, and I'll, I'll just grab myself a hot dog and man and, about town. And, that was my wife, Ann. Yeah, your wife, Ann. <laughs> like, here's this, uh, you know, you're not, uh, you know, you're not in your twenties, and here you are, just you know, golf yesterday, had a cigar during the show today, going on after the show today. Ob, you're 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 a legend, Ob. It's a cause. Are you not impressed? I mean, you know this about. I've always- I've always been impressed with Ed, so truly, and I, I know he's a tremendous dancer also, but Mark, it's not big band, it's Chicago and groups like that that Ed loves. Oh, right, Ed? that's right. He does you love, got it. He you does. got it, absolutely. <laughs> Bob Seeger, love them all. Who do you have on your phone? We'll get back to business here in one second. Let's, yeah, okay, never mind. Hey, Kaz, okay. hey, listen, we, uh, we were wonderfully surprised today with the composure of the young quarterback but it was the running game that kept us in it with the defense making so many really big plays what was your takeaway 
Same thing. It was, it was, um, you know, I was worried in the beginning of the game. We were trying to throw it without actually running the ball first. And the kid was getting pummeled in that first uh, couple of series. And really the the Raiders were almost arrogantly going about business and, and, and they really roughed him up. I mean, that was what was there for uh, roughing the passer penalties in the first quarter. Uh, but then the Bears settled in. They went to the running game. They had the extra uh, tackle in the game. And then what I did like in the second half, because our head coach fired himself for the third time as the OC, thank goodness, a real OC with that six-man uh, uh, line, and he gave a little over you know, where he had the tackles over and a tight end, he threw out of it. And it caught the Raiders off guard. So it's it's fun to watch um, – an offensive coordinator, an NFL offensive coordinator, call a game. And the only my only concern is that Justin Fields, part of it was his own fault. He just can't keep taking those big hits like he is. And into the game when they ran him on fourth down, that quarterback uh, run, why not just give it to the running back that had been pounding the Raiders? Do you believe that they called that play, Glenn? I almost I came went flying out of my chair when I saw that. It was almost like a single wing. It's late in the fourth quarter. And you call what kind of a play and put that kid in harm's way? Jesus. And, and they got, I mean, they were roughing him up. I mean, they were, even in the second half, a couple of shots were low as well. He was scrambling and they were diving at his knees. So the Raiders brought it and it kind of reminded me of the uh, days, Dan, when, uh, you guys remember the the kicker or punter, Hall of Fame punter, great guy, was a backup quarterback. You guys had knocked out three of them, and he refused to go in the game and play quarterback because the Bears had just roughed them up. And that's really what our defense did today. They roughed up the Raiders. And I don't know that you can sustain that, though, guys, over the entire course of a season. And it, it was, again, I scratch my head and say, well, Mr. Mack, if you could play that way, against your old team, can't you do that every week? And, right? you mean, know, not to be a Debbie Downer, but it, it, it was interesting. Let me tell you, I agree with everything you said, Glenn. Every, every point you made was spot on. Yeah. And, and guess what? We, uh, I think this, this team is trying to find its identity. I think it's trying to find a certain groove. They don't know exactly what they need to be on a week-to-week basis. But what we did see today was Roquan, Mack, Gibson, a, a bunch of guys on defense kind of took possession of the football team and kind of carried us to victory. Now, we're going to need every bit of that and more when Aaron Rodgers comes in a week. But for tonight, hey – we tip our cap and say, well done. Hey, you want to do some some uh, phone calls with us here, partner? Absolutely. All right. Let's go. 312-981-7200. We appreciate everyone's patience. We appreciate our great friends on the text line. Dandy, thank you for texting in. See you on there. Uh, Brett, we're going up to Wisconsin. That's right. Home of the Packers. Welcome in, Brett. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Um, I would just like to say that I think Nagy's on his way out. I think we got um, uh, really focusing on Bill Lazor. He's really calling some great plays, and he's really um, uh, opening our offense up. I think that uh, hey, Brett, hold on his way out. And we need a more defensive, uh, defensive-minded coach. Brett, for what you just said, you're the caller of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a prize or a dinner to give him? See, you know, and, and essentially, you know, this is yeah, hey. It's it's not like it's not right in front of you, but the less Nagy has to do with the pro- 
preparation of the team and the performance of the team, the better the team looks, the better the team plays. I mean, as he said, Nagy's kind of proven he may be on the way out. See, I think well, – go ahead. Go ahead, Gus. I don't think he's going to be on his way out, per se, because, it, listen, you know how I feel about uh, uh, Coach Nagy. But the one thing i got to give him credit for – that entire team rallied around him and all of his boobala, kubala stuff that he says after every uh, loss or win, how he's still in charge. And even when he basically fired himself, he still took full credit. Heaven forbid you say your young rookie quarterback played his guts out and won the game for you. So um, it's, it's just hard because he is attached to what's happening. But he continues to make a lot of mistakes. And, you know, we can't overlook that because – in spite of the fact that we thrashed the Raiders, they still had an opportunity late in the game to tie us up. And, you know, that, that's still nagging some of his mistakes. If he's able to get himself out of the way, which he has done the last two weeks, he wants to take credit for everything, even the Lazores out there and what they did last week. You, hear his, you hear, see his quotes, his comments? Right, oh, but what he's doing, though, is you go ahead and call the plays. I'll stand over here on the sidelines. And and I'll take credit for it. And, uh, right. Sure, but they're, but they're, but if he doesn't get in the way and lets him call the plays, they're more apt to win football games, develop Justin Fields. And if that happens, he's not going anywhere. They're, they'll, they're, they'll hopefully get into the playoffs and, and maybe even do some damage. Well, let's don't get ahead of ourselves, guys. It's only week five. That's and- true. Injuries are still going to be a big part of this. Exactly. As good as it was, the 20-9 to victory today, it was still close in a game where the Bears defensively just dominated the Raiders. And I loved what they did running the football because that's the right move for a young quarterback. Protect him better. And after the first quarter, that's what a real OC does. 312-981-7200. Ed in Texas, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Um, this was a good win, and I know that uh, Dan is not a fan of uh, of uh, Gruden. Um, I uh, my question is, um, I, I think Cincinnati is a decent team, and I think the Raiders are a sexy team, which the Bears beat. And I see the Packers twice on the schedule: the Buccaneers, Ravens, and Cardinals. My question is. Do we have a decent team, or is this fool's goal? It's the million-dollar question, Ed. Thanks for the call. Beautiful question. And you know what? Again, every team is an entity unto itself, and they can either get better or they can get worse. We are so much better than we were two weeks ago. Why? Well, the defense took possession of the fact that, hey, Vic Fangio's gone, and we can't blame anybody but ourselves. So guess what? Robert Quinn starts coming off the ball, making plays, and you know the the the, the corners start getting up and fighting uh, receivers. The offense, we've talked ad nauseum about how we had to to improve the protection of the quarterback. We had to run the ball. They've done those things. Now, is Green Bay infallible? No, I think we can beat the Packers. And I, I'm just telling you right now, what do you think the line's going to be? I think it's going to be five and a half. Green Bay, minus five and a half. The Packers, you know, have basically owned Nagy. Now, we were a five and a half point underdog today. It didn't seem to matter to the Bear players. They didn't go, oh, well, we have no chance. They went out there and took possession of it. I love it. 
Hey, is it fool's gold? We're going to find out between now and the next three weeks, we're going to find out who we are. And and remember, the young quarterback has, has been valiant and made a number of plays, but he hasn't played perfect. Wait till you find him in a groove where he's now confident making throws downfield with protection, with the running game, with the play action, with the boots, all those different things. Uh, it, it's a step at a time, and we're getting closer and closer. 312-981-7200. Kyle, stay right there, my friend. We'll come right on back. Your Hampton OB with you till 8 o'clock on 720 WGN. It's all the hit he took. You know, went in, came back in, and then did the same thing later on. I mean, I just say this. Um, you know, that son Buck is tough. He is tough. He, he's, he's proven that when he was in college. He proved it out here. And then, you know, same thing with Andy, being able to come in for that time that he was out and convert that third down. So there's so many pieces to this thing today. That's why I just I put it in one of those deals where it just was it was fun to coach these guys. He's got to take credit. It was he's got to take credit. It was fun to coach these guys. I love them. Matt Nagy, Hampton OB with Kaz, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. It is time now for Who Brought It Today, sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, the card to bring through it all. OB, Kaz, Hamp, anybody want to take the Who Brought It? I'd say the defense, right, guys? I mean, pretty much Rokan and uh, um, uh, Mac showed up. Yeah, but you know what? Hey, look, they're paid to do that, and we expect them. I think we got to give it to uh, the young running back, uh, Khalil Herbert. I think so that, too. That come out of nowhere. Anybody ever heard of him before? And then yet, in the third quarter, the early fourth quarter, when the game was in the balance, when we needed, you know, to be able to to generate a little something, he was on the field. I'm giving it to the kid. What do you think, Obi? I agree with you 100%. 18 carries, 75 yards, long run of 11. And there was a, there one play with Jimmy Graham, both of them, you know, Herbert's moving his legs trying to get a first down. Graham's pushing forward. That They were at For that point. five yards. Yeah. yeah. And they ran over that big fat guy, 350 <laughs> pounds, knocked well, him I, on his yeah, butt. You're right, Dan, and I didn't even think about that young running back because it was like watching Montgomery out there. Yeah. I mean, he was – he was running over the Raider uh, linebackers and linemen. And, and the other thing I got to point out: Did you see Daniel's pancake? The uh, that backer that in was the fourth quarter. I was worried they were going to call a penalty on that play, but that was awesome. He just and the guy jumped a little bit, but it was great to see our guard get downfield and blow up a linebacker. And they ended up uh, the the young running back got nine or ten yards based off of that huge block that he. He laid on him, and it was just good to see the line be aggressive. That's all. I'm getting after people. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Let's keep you rolling, Josh and Joliet. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Yeah. Hi. Um, who do you guys think would be a good replacement for um, Ryan Pace? I'll um, I'll I'll uh, hang up and listen. Thanks, Josh. Okay. You know what? I don't have a list, a short list of of GMs, but traditionally, what you do is you look for the young, you know, up and comers, the guys, you know. And what earlier we we're talking about the offense. Well, you know, Bill Lazor isn't playing triple chess by any stretch, 
but it's a lot better than the, the you know the the checkers that Nagy was throwing at us for the last three years. So you know the young general managers, like whoever is in charge of rebuilding the Bengals. They've come a long way. The Chargers, they've come a long way. Look what's going on down in Carolina. They were trying to get Jalen Smith to go with uh, the signing of uh, the the all-pro corner that uh, New England got rid of. And they went and they traded for uh, the quarterback from the the Jets. Those are the kind of people that make decisions – Big, big decisions, not, you know, you know, moving people on and off the practice Without squad. giving up half of planet Earth. Exactly. Get, you know, they got the, this all-pro corner for a sixth-round pick. We're all bearing the lead, though. The more the Bears win, the more lo- these two guys are going to be yeah. staying around. That's and, the reality. And if they win, that's all we can ask. Right. Okay? Right. Just keep winning. So that question short, right now short is... Short answer. Go ahead. Yeah. Short answer is anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Bo... Welcome to WGN, Bo. Hey, sir, how you doing? Uh, I love the show, guys. I just, Hant, uh, Dan Hampton, I just met you a few weeks ago. I won the football at the uh, at the OTB over there in Crestwood. Beautiful. But here, my question is, why is it every week that it seems like we just we we lay off and we don't? You know, we can score more and more points, but we lay off and we play conservative, almost like we play to lose instead of play to win. And I just want to hear what you guys have to say about that. Thanks, Bo. That's Nagy's philosophy. How many times, Bo, have you seen <clears throat> since the, Nagy's been here, we get down into the red zone, and more often than not, we don't even try to score a touchdown. And you've seen it. Year after year, game after game, when he was calling the plays, we'd never go in the end zone. we settled for three points. If it's third and eight, he'd, throw a, he'd call for a, a, a five-yard out. And I, I could never understand that. Once last year, we were down on a four-yard line, and he had four plays to get in the end zone to go four yards, and not one time did he try and attempt to score a touchdown. Yeah, and I, go ahead, I would Gus. say also that they, it is, uh, Dan, you said it best, they're progressing. And now that you have a legitimate offensive coordinator, you're seeing – the offense progress and get better, but it's it's going to take some time, and we got to be realistic about it. That they're not going to hit this magic switch and just all of a sudden become this juggernaut. And they're going to grind it out, but they are getting better, and that's all we want to see. Yeah, yeah. Go back the first time we got into the red zone, first and goal. The first play was a pass into the end zone. I can't remember if it was to Allen Robinson. It, it wasn't a great pass. It was too high. But I'm just saying, they at least. Put a little fear in the defensive coordinator saying, hey, this is a new day and we're not going to play this, uh, you know, hand it off in a cloud of dust inside the the, uh, goal line. What stood out today was on a bunch of third and ones. They ran up the middle and it had no chance and they ended up punting it away. You got to be so much more creative than that. Kazi, the Packers up next week, my friend. Hey, they're beatable. It's a week-to-week NFL now, and we see it every week. And if the Bears can come out with that intensity and, you know, Nagy stays out of the way and just takes credit at the end of the game, I I like our chances. And, you know, we shouldn't fear the Packers. Um, They're flawed like everyone, and we're improving. But we got to protect our young quarterback. Amen. We'll we'll see you next week at 4 o'clock, Kaz. You got it, guys. Have a great weekend. And, Ed, you enjoy that uh, sweet dinner tonight. A hot dog <laughs> sounds like a champion dinner. <laughs> Fit for a legend. There you yeah. go. 
<laughs> See you, Glenn. See you, Kazi. 7.30, checking news. This is Hampton OB, and we are sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. When you're in that moment, you can't think about uh, what's what's hurting you. You just have to think about executing that play. So, um, of course, uh, Jasper was uh, kind of open in the back of the end zone with the DB, had his back turned. So, of course, I knew that he couldn't see the ball, so I just threw it up and gave Jasper uh, a chance. And, of course, he came down with it. Your quarterback Justin Fields, Bears twenty, Raiders nine. Bears are three and two, coming home to play the Packers. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. Fields on the day, twelve of twenty, hundred and eleven yards, a touchdown. He was sacked twice for a loss of ten yards, so he's at net one hundred one. Andy Dalton had a completion for eight yards, so the Bears passed for hundred and nine net yards, and they won. A football game. Thoughts on Fields today, other than the toughness? Did you see any progress at any moment that stood out to you? Well, <clears throat> as far as I was concerned, did I see any process? You mean like by leaps and bounds? No, I did not see that. I just saw him holding to a pattern of what Lazor was calling. Okay, running six offensive linemen, running three tight ends, constantly. You know. Sh- moving it back and forth to the tight ends, to the extra offensive linemen, running strong side, running weak side, play action. But that's the thing that I saw. And But I have not seen Fields take care of, say like when Patrick Mahomes came in to the league, okay? He came in storming, throwing for hundreds of yards every game, every game, touchdowns, everything. We have not seen that. Of course, we didn't have uh, an offensive coordinator, and we didn't have an offensive line that the Kansas City Chiefs had when Pat, when uh, Mahomes first came in the league. But what I see with this kid, he's just trying not to make mistakes. He's trying to stay cool and staying within the system that's called the last two weeks. We'll see how long it lasts. We'll see what happens. If they stick to this and we keep winning, that's fine. But I got us feeling, folks, if we don't open this offense up and start flipping that ball down the field, we can see this from week after week, but the teams, it's going to get tougher and tougher and tougher. And, and, and all uh, difference, uh, uh, Mahomes really started his second year uh, behind Alex Smith, watched him the first year. But your point is, his when he hit the field, he, start, he, he, he was blowing the top off of it. But, but your point is, they got a lot more weapons – and coaching than what we it, probably have. That's it, that's exactly yeah. it, Dan. Yeah, we there's no Travis Kelsey, there's no Tyreek Hill running around for the Bears. That being said, we we have yeah, Kareem uh, Hunt's pretty darn good too. They're, they're, yes, they were overflowing uh, with options down in Kansas City. By the way, huge game tonight with the Chiefs and the Bills. The uh, show would love the Chiefs to win so we can dominate the Chicago media football pool. All right. Once again. That's exactly right. 312-981-7200. We'll get to the Muller Auto game-changing moment in a second, but uh, John in Chicago, want to get you in here. Go ahead. How you doing, pal? Good, John. How's it going? Good. I I, I got some questions, and this is going to be a serious question. First of all, you guys are the best in the world. I listen to this station exactly when the game is over. The insight and everything is perfect. But Bless I have a tough question you. for you guys. You know, I've been a coach for 38 years and uh, retired, and I see you guys are always after the coaches. I mean, were you guys that way as players? 
Because if a player is after me, I would love to hear it to my face. And I'm just curious as to how you guys react. I know it's easy to do when you're not playing anymore to say this coach is this and that, but when you were players, did you guys do that? Thanks, John. Okay, what you're saying is when we played, were we as critical of the coaches as we are on this postgame show? That's the question. And the answer is no, we were players. (laughs) That was our job then, to play. No matter how poor the situation they put us in, we had to zip it and try to rip it. And guess what? It's a whole new day now because now we are paid to come in here and give you our honest analysis of what is the reasons why the Bears win or play well and why they didn't win and didn't play well. And I don't think it's a a mystery about one of the reasons, you know, the biggest reason over the last decade has been guys like John Fox and Matt Nagy and who was before him? Mark Trestman. Mark Trestman. By the way, do we see these uh, coaches leaving here and going somewhere else and setting the world on fire, OB? No. I don't think, I don't think so. Hey, let's do the Muller Auto game-changing moment. That is the player or play that made a turn in the game today, the Muller game-changing moment, sponsored by the Muller family of dealerships in Hoffman Here, Estates. Just, let me just say this first yeah. with the Mike Muller. The one thing, uh, John, when you pass in today's game in four quarters in, in this league in the year 2021, and you pass for a net one yard, there's nothing more to say. I'd like to say to Mr. Muller that it was OB who interrupted my Muller read and, and nobody else, Mr. Mike, Muller. Mike, Mike Muller and I, I've been friends with him for almost 50 years. His son, Mark, and, and Scotty, and what, they got about six stores. They're, they're phenomenal people. The Muller family of dealerships in Hoffman Estates, Gurney, Highland Park, and Merrillville. Anything, give me a highlight today that you love the most. We've been underlining Khalil Herbert. We have looked at Roquan. We had the, uh, maybe it's the Max Sack on the two point conversion. That might be the biggest game changing moment. Okay. And that was a huge one. But before that, remember the first time they went for it on fourth down, which in my mind, OB, it was always a, a sign of disrespect. They think, uh, fourth and one, we can steamroll you. We'll get that. And when we stopped them and took the ball back, that changed everything. It was almost like it validated not only the defense, but the football team. I think that was a huge moment in the game. 312-981-7200. We also gave some love to DeAndre Houston Carson for his sweet interception. That was a big-time play. There's a bunch of them today. Uh, Dave in Indiana, you're on WGN. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, originally, my question was uh, more of an offensive game plan against Green Bay. I think everybody's touched on that, including callers. So I'd like to redirect my original question to this one, uh, especially to OB, because uh, you were a guest of mine this morning for Ham and Eggs as I listened to a replay of the Doug and OB show, and Cutler was just taking a royal beating the entire year. What can we do? And and I never played line in high school. I was in the backfield. Uh, What can linemen do to protect to protect the longevity of this young quarterback that obviously got talent. Uh, But, you know, year after year, coordinator after coordinator, Cutler just got pummeled. And and I was sitting and I was listening to Doug and OB this morning 
what can the line do better to protect Justin Fields? Thanks, Dave. That's good listening right there going back in time. Doug's a great, 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 great man. Go ahead, go ahead, Obi. Well, uh, you know, what can you do? It's, it's right in front of you. If, if your quarterback's getting killed, okay, what, what is, how, what's been happening? Has, have, have they been coming attacking from the outside? Have they been attacking from up the middle? Are they blitzing from the middle? Are they blitzing from the outside? Is there a strong side safety, a weak side safety coming with blitz and line tricks? There's a lot of things that go into, into communication. But if your quarterback is getting killed, it's very simple. Five guys are not doing their job. What do you do? You bring a tight end. You bring the other tight end. You go to twin tight ends, okay? You keep a back end. You, you bootleg them out, naked bootleg, bootleg. You sprint them out to the stronger or the weak side. There's so many things that you can do to help that quarterback. And when you go back to an, <laughs> my God, and let a quarterback take a beating the way he did, I'll tell you what, that was unconscionable, unconscionable to let that kid take a beating for four quarters and not one time, not one time did you bring tight ends, did you bring extra linemen in, did you spread them out, did you bootleg out, did you move the pocket? Not one stick in time. That's poor coaching. If you watched the game today, you saw that the first four or five times the Raiders passed, they had a tight end on the line of scrimmage in front of Mac, and then a wing, whether it was another tight end or the slot, and they all basically got in the way, chipped, and then they released. And those are the things that you're, that it's legal. And it, for you not to do it, is criminal. Absolutely. To, 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 again, to go back to that game, I'm so, uh, that kid, I couldn't, he got what sacked nine times. He got pummeled. He got flipped over backwards. He got hit so many times. I couldn't believe it. And you, as the offensive coordinator, as the head coach, as the play caller, and you people, and again, there's 26 coaches on this team. And for them to go 60 minutes of football and not make one change, not make one change during that game, I don't know what you want to call it. Danny call by you, Dave. Appreciate it. 312-981-7200. One thing you guys left off was it's called uh, adding talent that can actually play. Drafting guys like Tevin Jenkins in the second round that you trade up for who hasn't been on the field because he, he came in here with a back that couldn't play football on the high school level, let alone in the NFL. Letting guys like Charles Leno go and or signing into a long-term deal before that when you know, a lot of that stuff I just think falls on Pace's head. Correct? It is. And, it, and you know, it, it, again, Jim McMahon, maybe the smartest thing he ever said was when Willie Galt and Jimbo Covert were both drafted in the first round, and they said, oh, aren't you excited about Galt? He goes, yeah, he's okay, but I'm real excited about Covert because without him, I'll never get it to Willie Galt. And since you brought up nine and we've been talking about the Raiders, the, the game that you guys played against them in 1984, Hamp, where McMahon had a lacerated kidney, when Fields got hit today in that area. Yeah, spooky. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was thinking of. And then his leg. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they got to. And again, it's all the kid trying to make a play. He's trying yeah. to make a play. And then to come back late in the fourth quarter and call that stupid play. And expose him once again needless, needlessly. needlessly. Yes. Absolutely, Danny. Right. Needless. You can hear it through like five walls. I think everyone's dancing. You got guys like me who usually don't even get in that circle, you know, going and throwing some moves. So I think everyone is very excited because it was a great game on all phases of the game. The defense played their tails off. The offense was moving the ball and taking really long drives, eat up that clock. And then special teams was lights out too against a really good unit. 
If you're wondering who that voice was, that's right. We played a little Jesper Horstead for you. That's right. First ever touchdown pass by and Justin Fields. He will Fields. go down in history. He is yep. he, he is going down in history. Hey, uh, time now for the BBB Trusted Review, brought to you by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at bbb.org. You want to talk about the Trusted Review with Nagy going to for the challenge out of nowhere on on a fourth down play where clearly uh, the Raiders did get a first down. They got it. It was idiotic to challenge it. They, he had a one in a hundred chance they would overturn it. If he was going to, you know, challenge one, challenge what I thought was a, a fake touchdown uh, by the Raiders when the dude jumped up and the ball almost got to the plane, but um, uh, he had a lot better chance of. Getting a, a a review of that. Yeah, that that uh, I, I you wouldn't have won that one either, but it would have been a, at least a little bit more logical of a challenge. Which at that point, it's like, hey, hey, man, just stay out of your own way. Don't challenge there. You're making yourself look stupid. Everything's going your way. Play it nice and safe. Just let the uh, let the game move along and, and and continue to clap your hands over there. You're doing a great job, Matt. All right, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. We're up against the clock here, so please be quick. Taxi driver Bob, long time no talk. Welcome to WGN. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I definitely um, feel that this game coming up is um, one of the biggest games of the year, in my opinion. Um, I in Dan's days and uh, the previous years in Bears, uh, the Bears team, they always played a great importance on playing the Packers. And I, it seems like the, te- the the teams that they have now are not the you know the teams of, of present have not seemed to have, have had a great importance on winning the game, winning a, a game against the Packers. But anyways, um, I I feel like if they win this game coming up, it's going to give them a lot of momentum, a lot of confidence, especially for our young quarterback. And uh, my second point was. I feel that Roquan is definitely the MVP of the Bears defense. If they didn't have Roquan, they would be definitely not anywhere near the, as good as they are currently. All right, Bob, appreciate you. Bob, you're you're exactly right. First of all, again, Roquan made a lot of plays last year in an abysmal year for our defense, and he didn't get a whole lot of notoriety, and, and okay, uh, you know, he led us in tackles, but this year he's taken another step. He is playing at an, an elite level in my mind, but today was the best I've ever seen him play. And if he can play better next week, why not? I mean, it's all, you know, a, 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 that is a great subplot to this defense, and it's good. Then we got Danny Trevathan back. I like Danny Trevathan a lot. Uh, he and Ogletree split, you know, time. But back to the Packers. It's idiotic. You know, when I played, the Packers weren't really that good. The teams that we mainly had to kind of fight for the division uh, early on was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know it's hard to believe, but we fought the Bucks and then the Vikings. The, the Packers were kind of an also-ran. But for the last 30 years, Green Bay has been the goods. Think about the quarterbacks that they've had the last 30 years with Rodgers and, of course, uh, Brett Favre. So, for the Bears not to focus on beating the man. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Well, the Packers have owned this division for a long time. And for us not to realize that and focus on that is foolish. 
Green Bay should have lost today to Cincinnati. They should have. Or at least very much could have. Cincinnati had three different chances to win the game with a stupid field goal, and they, they blew it. And so I'm just saying, the Packers, the, this isn't the same team I saw a year ago. They don't have the same type of defense. And their offense, they can't run the ball. we got two minutes of show left. So, Dave, you got ten seconds, but get your point in there. Go ahead, Dave. Dave? Dave, you lose. James, get your point in there. Go ahead. Yeah, I still think there's some uh, Nagy plays getting called by laser. Like <laughs> Me it was too. Third quarter, fourth <laughs> and one. They come out in the I formation. Instead of handing off to the halfback, you fake handing off to him going off tackle to the right. You give it to the fullback who has to stop and juke to the right and go left to find a hole that's supposed to be there, you know, schemed there. Yeah, we got you, James. We appreciate it. Every time anything goes wrong, we're just going to call it an Aggie play. That's the way it's going to be. Uh, Nagyism. I told you it's doing the wrong thing the right way. Jumbo, last shot at it. Real quick, go ahead. We wasted a timeout because we only had 10 men on the field. Who made that adjustment? Who failed to make that adjustment because there was an injury in that series to an offensive lineman? That got up my craw big time. Cost him a timeout, Jumbo. That's a good underline by you. It wasn't great. Didn't end up meaning anything, but uh, that wasn't great. But hey, 20-9. to Bears are 3-2. and We're back next week at 11 o'clock with the pregame, 3 o'clock with the postgame. The win is a great deodorant. Correct the mistakes. Get ready for the Packers, OB. I think, uh, you know what, I, I, I'll i say it again. Just meet the damn challenge, okay? That's what the hell you're paid to do. Let's get it all done. Let's 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 try to ride these two-week winning winning streak here. All right, OB, be safe out there tonight on your uh, further excursions today, all right? Appreciate you. Thank it, you, callers. Thank you, everybody, for listening, calling, texting. Thank you to Sam Martina, producing. And Bears and the Packers. Bears trying to get to 4-2. and two. This is sweet. Thanks again for listening. Hampton Obi, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Night all. On 720 WGN.